Blink, blink, ding, bling. Ding, 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 Happy anniversary, baby, got you on my mind. Happy anniversary, baby, got you on my mind. Welcome. <laughs> To Ho Yeah Podcast, baby. <laughs> hey, Amy, how are you? Hey, Jackie, I'm good. I've got you on my mind. How are you? Happy anniversary. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> and that, everyone, was the Little River Band with their hit single, Happy Anniversary. <laughs> baby. We're playing <laughs> all the your favorite oldies. <laughs> Non-stop. Next up is Get the Lead Out. An hour of Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Next up is Poison by Alice Cooper. <laughs> uh, that's uh, of my top two favorite songs to listen to in the shower. Poison by Alice Cooper is one. <laughs> and the other one is We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel. Both very upbeat. Like fun to... Scrub your head to. Well, definitely uh, um, we didn't start the fire. And I'd yeah. like to eventually learn all the words. Yeah. Um, and then Alice Cooper is just like a good shower starter of just like, I'm feeling <laughs> dangerous and sexy. And then Billy Joel is a good follow up because by that point it's like, oh shit, I need to hurry up. And so it just kind of like speeds you up. And Billy Joel is great afterwards because if you're feeling sexy, he'll just kill that instantly. And it's just time to wrap it up. Let's get this over with. Yeah. I'm like, all right, that's enough. <laughs> I've had enough. Thank you. I'll put my clothes back on now. Yeah. <laughs> Jackie, we have um, a doozy of an episode that we're doing. It's our final episode of season three. Final episode. Of season three. Man, this one, another one that's like multiple things. So many things happen in it in such a short amount of time. Never feels too like like too much, but so much happens in it. You know, I I went back and listened to our season three, the first episode that we started. Because I just want I didn't listen to the whole thing. I just listened to the beginning. And we had been, we were in quarantine. And we were like, I wonder where we'll be when... Ha! season three ends and <laughs> you were like we'll probably be dead <laughs> and almost pretty much <laughs> well the year's not over yet it's not over yet <laughs> but um we are still in quarantine that is uh, i wonder if i really thought we'd still be in quarantine i guess i did not that i did not point you didn't nope nope yeah people said like you know, this could go until like December. And I remember thinking like, well, that'd be crazy. 
Um, no, I remember thinking, so you, everybody was having their birthdays in quarantine and stuff. And I was like, oh God, that must suck so hard. But you know, thank God my birthday's in July and I'll be able to do whatever I want. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, that's not the case, bitch. You're, you're also having a quarantine birthday. <laughs> I do even like of all the things to be concerned or grateful about when the quarantine, the first month or month and a half into the quarantine, I remember thinking, wow, I would never say this out loud, but thank God my birthday, I got to like get my birthday in because my birthday's in February. I was like, wow, yeah, I, I really got right lucky. In. I, I snuck right in. I got so lucky. And it yeah. looks like I'll have my chance to have a birthday quarantine too. So. <laughs> That's right. We're all getting one, baby. Yeah. Everybody gets a one. <laughs> All you Pisces who thought you could get away with having a non-quarantine B-Day, <laughs> suck it. <laughs> you're, you're next. <laughs> oh, man. Anywho. Anyway, yeah. Well, at least we're not wearing full body condoms yet. Although <laughs> I probably was giving us way too much credit by that point that anyone would even like be willing to protect themselves that much. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, I, I my brain isn't working very well lately. No, mine isn't either. We both have bad quarantine slash holiday brain. I've been thinking recently, I think I have to talk to my doctor because I think my ADHD might be getting worse. Like, this is almost scary. But look, thank God I've talked to other people and everyone else is just like, I can't think at all. Mm -mm, quarantine nope. brain, holiday brain. Yeah, it's um, it's like a double whammy <laughs> <laughs> that's all i've got see <laughs> amy, amy just like said double whammy and the rest of us leaned in like she was gonna add on to it and then she just <laughs> she just zoned out and started picking a hair out of her mouth <laughs> just faded away into the distance <laughs> I watched you trying to pull this like hair out of your mouth for like, damn. Oh, holy shit. Anyway, let's get into like the actual episode because this is already not boding well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Any hoot, we are talking about season three, episode 25, as old as the hills. It's, again, a doozy of an episode. It's an excellent episode. I'm so excited to talk about it because as, as I was watching it, I laughed out loud many times, many times. And, you know, I've uh, how many times have I seen these episodes? A billion? So when I actually can, like, laugh out loud again, like it was the first time, <laughs> it feels special. <laughs> <laughs> this This episode has so many moments, so many moments where I was just like, the people in charge of this show are yes. geniuses. Yes, that's what I was thinking too. I was like, God damn it, they're so good. These people are so smart and funny. <laughs> Shit. Unless we, our quarantine brains are just making us laugh <laughs> more at <laughs> less funny things or something. No, I can't imagine that's it, but. <laughs> that probably is part of it. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing Bill get hit in the nuts last episode made me oh, laugh man. so hard. I was like, oh man, I forgot how funny people getting hit in the nuts is. It was, 
it's so funny. I every time I think about it, I still giggle. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I bet that hurt. <laughs> Although seeing it in real life, I always feel really bad because they like they just fall to the ground, and some of them throw up. <laughs> I don't know what to make of it. When I see it happening, I I just like I'm just staring so hard just trying to figure out what is going on this is nuts well and it's always other nut havers that are kicking or punching the other nut haver in their nuts but then (laughs) once everyone sees them get hit in the nuts then everyone just curls up and and some people even look like they're gonna throw up (laughs) i know they can't handle it and it's like you okay if you have a, a pair of balls and you've had them kicked or punched or hurt in some way you know how bad it hurts but you're still gonna do it to another person and be like haha gotcha (laughs) yeah like it's just a a funny joke like it's a hilarious thing to do i remember my brother and his friends were doing it all the time to each other and one of his friends must have had particularly sensitive balls and he would just like fall to the ground and then crawl to the toilet to puke oh and I was always just like, what are you guys doing to each other? <laughs> that seems a bit dramatic. It was dramatic. It was. I was like, you're lying. Come yeah, on. Right. Yeah, right. Come on. And it's it's wild to to see. But watching Bill get hit in the nuts was fucking hysterical. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get off the topic of Bill's balls and let's uh please. <laughs> Let's do some shout outs, huh? Yes. You want to go first? Okay. Okie dokie. My shout out is another voicemail, which I do love doing the voicemails. Don't get me wrong. But we haven't gotten any iTunes reviews in a while. Mm. And I don't want to accuse anyone of anything. (laughs) But it seems like if we're not getting reviews... That's because people aren't leaving reviews. So I hate to jump to any conclusions. So I'm just going to, that's all I'm going to say about that. (laughs) But we did get a new voicemail, which I'm excited about. Again, you could call us and leave your own voicemail. We won't answer. It'll go straight to our voicemail. And our number is 386-386-530-3876. I can't. Not you gotta do it with the song. You have to sing it. Otherwise, I have no fucking clue what the number is. <laughs> All right. And I, this one's a little hard to hear. So I'm going to play part of it. And then I'm going to read the transcript that Google Voice gave me. So here we go. <laughs> is this thing on? Okay. Hey, it's Monica. Um, I thought about calling for a long time, but I just never had the balls to do so, but, oh my god, the latest episode, well not episode, yeah, episode where we're talking about softball, can I just state my opinion and say Hank is a total dick, and why Peggy's married to him? I'm sorry, but how do you disempower your wife, who is a freaking badass at softball. <laughs> I don't get it. 
I like her. I wonder why Peggy is stupid. I used to be so on the fence. Like, I hate Peggy and Peggy's dumb. So a little, a little hard to hear, but that's okay because Google does an amazing transcription job that Jackie will now read so you can all understand what Monica, which I could hear that. I, I could mean, hear Monica. I could hear Monica. And she did make some good points about Peggy being a badass and Hank being a dick in the yeah, last episode. It took me a minute to realize that was Hank and um, something about golf balls. Softball. Softball. Okay. <laughs> Which I love that. I want to hear more from you, Monica. Um, and uh, here's the transcription that Google Voice gave me. <sighs> Christian, okay. Hey, dead. I thought about college a long time ago, but oh my God, the latest episode, episode. Yeah, episode where I was talking about softball. Okay, softball. Close enough. Can I take... Can I can take my life? I'm sorry, <laughs> but I have you in power, you know? White, fridge, and badass. It's awful, <laughs> awful. Don't get it off. I wonder why pets, it's like, I hate wage agreement watching the episode. Like, so yeah. Yeah. Keep up the good work, and you don't worry about being a lot of the time too long. I got a month. <laughs> I got a month. That's the motivation of the month. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, shit. Google Voice is... Oh, boy. <laughs> We've gotten so many weird... I mean, it's left so many weird transcripts of... Just... I don't know why it even bothers. It's never anything close to what people actually say in their voicemail like that one we got early on where the transcription just said y'all suck <laughs> and, yeah. and I was afraid to even listen to that voicemail I almost deleted it and then we listened to it and it was just something actually really nice <laughs> I know like what the fuck oh god I thought I saw somebody behind me uh, what <laughs> I don't know I heard a knock on my door and then I got paranoid because who knocks on a door ew what I'm recording. Anyway, I know I saw that and I was like, oh my God, somebody just said y'all suck. And then I listened to it and I was like, oh, wow, that was not it at all. <laughs> but thank you, Monica, for still calling us and leaving us that voicemail. We, we always appreciate it. Love it. And love the transcript. Love it. So my shout out goes to uh, Sunny, who sent us a an, an email and you know, there's, I'm going to like cut it down a little bit, not because it was too long or anything, but just because there was some like personal stuff in there. So, you mm -hmm. know, be respectful, right? Yeah. Well, but just put that stuff on the Patreon. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, they get all of it, all of your dirty secrets. <laughs> um, Sunny sent us a lovely, lovely email and they said, they said some stuff and they said some other things, but then they get to this paragraph. It says, I, of course, love listening to the podcast for the hilarious King of the Hill commentary, but I also love the tangents and aside so much. Aww. It honestly makes me feel less alone in this weird, awful year, and that is so meaningful. I always feel like I've just spent time with friends after listening, and it really improves my mood. So thank you, Ramble and Tangent, as much as you like. Oh, my gosh. Thank I you, know. Sunny. Those are some of my favorite 
emails and messages to get when when people say that you know we're keeping them company during this really awful time um or making or they feel like they're talking or listening to friends or something like that it really means so much to me to hear that because it is a really tough time and to know that you know we're helping you in whatever way it just it just means the world to me i know and i i listened to i've mentioned it before but i listened to so many of our episodes pretty regularly and for a while i was just like am i just becoming obsessed with myself but <laughs> well becoming <laughs> too late i'm sure i'm sure i'm not ruling that out of course but <laughs> i kind of realized i really do just like listening to my friend talk i wish i wish i had more friends that had podcasts cuz it really is so nice just to hear your friend talk when you're alone all the time yeah yeah so i'm glad that we could make other people feel less alone and you are our yep. friends I, I say it every time you are our friends you are yeah. we talk and about we talk about you <laughs> a lot all the time yeah. <laughs> all the time Mostly we talk good stuff. Shit about no we talk shit <laughs> that's how you know that's how you know you're a true friend of ours is when we're like oh my yeah. god did you hear about what they did ew <laughs> And then in the next minute, oh, we got such a nice message from them. Oh, my God. I love them. How sweet. I love them. You know. <laughs> oh, no, I can't wait to hang out with all of you. I just can't wait. I know. All right, Jackie. Shout outs done. Now on to Patreon. Patreon. That's right. We have. We have two more. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh. Wow. I thought it was only one. Oh, how exciting. I thought it was none. <laughs> we are, I'm going to say this, we are four patrons away from hitting 100 Patreon subscribers. Oh, man. What does the 100th Patreon member get? Your underwear. Ah, <laughs> deal. <laughs> deal. Oh, my God. No, no problem. <laughs> no problem at all. Your brown colored high-waisted <laughs> full brief 100 percent cotton absolutely stretched out to hell <laughs> somewhere between a diaper a diaper and a bicycle short <laughs> god we're gonna have so many people join <laughs> i can't wait yay a lot of freaks <laughs> perfect that's who i love all right so let's get into the shout outs. And the very first one is Lauren. And Lauren, you look like maybe you're at a campsite. Yes. But what I can see is a beautiful smile. It's shining through. And a beautiful, yes, either that's a sun setting behind you or it's your brilliant, radiant smile. I'm guessing that's it's your smile. It's your aura. Yeah, right. It's probably the smile slash aura. But what's behind... Is that it looks like you're sitting on an igloo? It does look like oh, camping. Yeah. What's in the background though? That might be a trash can. <laughs> no, but behind the trash can. Behind the trash can? That a building. Building. But like where's there a building when you're camping? That might be the 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 shitter. That there's no way the shitter would be the size of it would be a hole in the ground with like a door and no privacy and a chimney. 
Who goes camping? My God, why would anybody want that? I wish that was the size of, I can't tell what that is. But anyway, (laughs) I like camping. So that makes Lauren pretty cool. Very cool. Oh, God. Camping with a hole in the ground? Come on. I mean, you go uh, camping where at a campground where they don't have facilities, and you will be wishing there was a hole in the ground somewhere. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> the yoga I've had to do to like hanging <laughs> off of a tree branch with like another foot on a log, just trying not to like pee all over myself. Oh, every time, every time. Yeah, every time. I mean, you know, because I'm always wearing jeans and I've had to like piss outside many, many times from just drinking outside, right? And like you try and spread your legs as far as you possibly can from each other. So you're practically doing a split, but also in a squat position just so you don't piss all over your shoes and ankle. And then your poor thigh muscles are just shaking because they're like, we're not used to working. (laughs) I know. (laughs) And then you still have to sit there for just like another couple of seconds to dry off, quote unquote, which is not happening. And you're sweating and you're just like, I might have to stand up and just pee on myself. I I can't hold it any longer. I have pissed behind two dumpsters in two different cities and it's disgusting every single time. (laughs) one was in austin texas and one was here in gainesville florida did they smell bad they smelled horrendous it was there was generations worth of other people pissing behind them that i was i was a part of it was so bad there's got to be somewhere else to go don't do that again it was my only option that that could pee behind a Oh, I don't know. It was I was on a road. There was no trees. There was no public bathroom. Just me and the dumpster. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Miss I piss in a hole in the ground, giving me attitude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, sorry. Next one. Next Patreon. Yes, yes. And so welcome Lauren. And our next Patreon is I hope I pronounced this right. Shim A. Hey! S-H-I-M. So I hope I'm saying that right. Yeah. And you've got a dog that's oh. licking your feet. I, I was trying oh. to figure out what that was for a second. I need to put my glasses on. I thought it was a giant band-aid. And there's a cat. A giant band-aid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see it now. A cat? Oh, I didn't even see the cat. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love it. Aww. Oh. All three of you are in. All three of you are in this Patreon. I know. Shim, you're perfect. You've got a cat, a dog. You included them in your photo and a lovely, what looks like, well-groomed beard. Very much so. So welcome, Shim. All right. So Lauren v. Shim, who wins? I don't want to put them against each other. Uh, (laughs) It makes me feel bad. (laughs) All right. We'll have to figure out, I'd love to figure out some kind of uh, exclusive Patreon battle royale, <laughs> but I don't know what that would be or what that, what that would look like, how to pull it off. I'll, I'll think on it. All right. Shout outs are done. Patreon shout outs done. Let's get into this episode, huh? Yeah. All right. I'm a little nervous, of course, because this is a big one. I want to do it justice. 
season three, episode 25, as old as the hills. Air date! May 18, 1999. Season, season ender, season closer here. This is the last episode of season three. Wow. 25 episodes in the season. Good gourd. Wow. Hank and Peggy are celebrating their 20th anniversary, their 20th wedding anniversary. And in celebration, they have a big party where all the neighborhood friends and John Redcorn (laughs) are invited and they come to celebrate their love and their 20 years of happy marriage of outstanding service. The party begins and everybody is sat around a table outside and Khan goes to give a (laughs) quote unquote speech, like a congratulations speech for uh, Peggy and Hank for their 20th anniversary, but it just turns into how much hotter and better him and men are. <laughs> and then they just have a full-on French kiss makeout session in front of everyone. They're gra- groping each other and every- and moaning. moaning and tonguing and everyone's just sitting at the picnic table looking on. Just silently, awkwardly. <laughs> like, everyone's just like, um, okay. <laughs> uh, Dee Dee and Cotton are there, and Dee Dee is fully, fully pregnant. She's about to burst out. Uh, we find out that Bobby is going to be going to Cotton's house for the weekend. And Luann is supposed to be going on a camping trip. Turns out, Luann's uh, camping buddy calls her up and says, hey, turns out the entire forest is on fire and we can't go camping. (laughs) And Luann, who just, what a sweetheart. She's like, oh my God, I have to pretend that I'm not going to be staying here. She's, first of all, isn't she only like 19 years old? I would be like, hey, guess what? Sorry, I have to stay. Whoops. Even if I was my age now, I'd be like, ah, sorry, I can't. (laughs) I, I don't know. I, I guess I would definitely say something. Maybe they would put me in a hotel room or I don't know. Maybe they would go to well, a like, hotel Right, exactly. I would be like, uh, if it was now, I would be like, I'm going to get a hotel room because they canceled, but like, I'm going to go away for the weekend. I'll do a staycation. It'll be fine. It'll be great. I'll just masturbate all weekend long by myself. It's cool. Um, but you, Luann's 19. She can't get a hotel room. She can't afford one, but she's just going to have to like sneak around the house and hide in cabinets for the whole thing. The lengths she goes to are wild. What a sweetheart. So, anywho, we now we have our B B and C plots. Bobby's going to Cotton's house while uh, Dee Dee is super pregnant. He's like, Luann, you can't come with me because this is my last chance to get spoiled rotten by my G paw (laughs) before the baby comes. And Luann is going to have to hide in the Hills house and try not to listen to Hank and Peggy bang it out oh, all weekend long. God. Yeah, but no worries there because that doesn't seem to fucking happen. <laughs> <laughs> After Khan's terrible speech slash makeout sesh, they all file inside to watch Hank's uh, <laughs> kind of sweet, I think it's kind of sweet, slideshow. Uh, what is it, 20 years of excellent service? <laughs> Something yeah, like that. <laughs> but he kind of takes the sweetness out of it a little bit when he, he makes oh, some yeah. comment like, you know, 
Now, this is not my award-winning <laughs> slideshow on propane, but right. it's a close second, which, like, what? No, I know. I know. It's it's as sweet as Hank can possibly be yeah. at this point. Like he it's as sweet as he can possibly be. However, you know, um Peggy is feeling kind of, you know, she's she's getting hit with a lot of emotions here. She just watched Con and Min make out like they're teenagers, yeah. talking about bungee jumping at their last anniversary. Uh Dale gives them canes because they're old which i don't understand i'm like it's not a birthday it's an anniversary they got married way too young so they've been married for 20 years how is this anyway yeah so got the canes and then hank is you know doing this slideshow where it shows them young and in love and you know uh peggy's had just has bobby and she's of course as we know wanting to have another kid so badly Dee Dee is there fully pregnant and then Peggy gets up to give a speech and it's a, this great like limerick poem thing and as she's giving it Dee Dee starts making some noises yeah because the baby's kicking her insides and so everybody just like crowds around her belly and takes all the focus off Peggy and nobody cares anymore about what she has to say I know everybody leaves leaves the party and Peggy is just you know, trying to hold it all in. She's upset. She feels bad. And Hank was just like, well, I think uh, my slideshow went over pretty well. But uh, anyway, don't wake me up when you come into the bedroom. Ah, uh, what? Uh, blows my mind. You, Hank, you are in your, you're, you've got to be what, 40 years old? And you're not trying to pound on your 20th anniversary? He is a little bit dumb this episode. Yes, absolutely. I uh, just absolutely. like there are so many moments where he's just not I mean like Peggy is putting out signs and he is just not picking up on them and he's not even realizing the effects his own behavior. I mean, he's just not he's just a little bit dumb. Yeah, yeah, for, for sure. sure. So, you know, Peggy breaks down and she's like, oh, my God, you know, she starts crying. And Hank says, well, you can leave the mess till morning or Bobby's going to be fine at Cotton's. Because at this point, I think Cotton has taken Bobby with him and Luann has snuck away like she's left, pretended that she's going on her camping trip, but she's actually still hiding in the house. (laughs) Um, And and Peggy says, no, it's not about that. She's like, we're old. We're so old. Like it's, and he says, oh, I know my joke slide. You know, they did make you look older than me. I don't know what that is about. She's like, it's not that. That was funny. She's like, you know, Min and Khan went bungee jumping on their anniversary. And those pictures, like, look at those young people who, who wanted to invent the next great steak sauce and take a train ride to Alaska. And Hank, you know, counters with, oh, well, you know, we grew up and we knew better than to do those things oh and blah, God. blah, blah. So this is all just like super disheartening to Peggy. Uh, the next day, Hank tries to make it up to her by taking her to this, you know, restaurant in the sky, you know, where it's at the top of a skyscraper. It's supposed to rotate around and cool. have this beautiful. Yeah, super cool. Beautiful view. But that also doesn't go super well because, you know, ha- because Hank 
shoots down. He's dumb. He shoots down Peggy's request for a Singapore sling, which oh. is which he's like, oh, you know, it has alcohol in he's it. So such, I guess I can't have my beer. I, I wrote that down this part. He's such a wet blanket mm. because he wants his beer. Oh, it's it's crazy. But like and he, he but like even if that's what you want, think about the other person in your relationship and take a cab then like just a little forethought. And he's and so he like Peggy's at the restaurant. I mean, like she's just been so upset and she's excited to be out doing something actually like mm-hmm. fun and new for her mm-hmm. anniversary. And bless her heart, her fun new thing that she wants to try. She's like, oh, I've you know, I've never tried a Singapore sling, you know, just just excited to try something new, even if it's a stupid drink. And mm-hmm. uh, Hank wet blanket just says, uh. I think that has alcohol in it. And Peggy's like, Hank, this night is supposed to be special. And he was just like, okay, then I won't have my beer then. Which like, okay, I guess I'll be the DD. Yeah, Yeah, good. 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 You can have a million beers when you get home. I know you have an ass load in your fucking fridge. So for like the next two hours, can I get drunk? Yeah. And you know that Peggy wasn't going to get hammered. Yeah. She was probably going to have one. Yeah. And then they were going to go home. And so he says, okay, I won't have my beer then. And Peggy's like, no, I won't have anything. And Hank's like, well, maybe we can both drink. How much do you weigh? And Peggy to the waiter's like, I'll just have water. Thank you. And then Hank, like a complete dumb idiot, says, and I'll have a beer. Oh, God. (laughs) And like he just has this smile on his face like, glad that worked out. Uh, every time I see that scene, I get so mad because I like to drink. So I'm just like, how dare you? <laughs> oh, yeah. I would just I'd be like, no, you go ahead and have your beer and I'll have my drink. And if we get hammered, we'll just take a cab home. It's that's I'm not worried about it. I want to drink right now with you. Yeah, that's exactly what would happen. I would be like, well, let's see who gets drunk first. Yeah. Guess what? Give me two Singapore sings. <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am, you're drunk. You're cut off. <laughs> Two Singapore slings, please. <laughs> and then keep them coming. Yeah. <laughs> Naturally, Peggy is pissed off when she gets home. She's annoyed. She didn't have a great time because she had to watch Hank have some drinks and then drive their asses back home. She had to drive their asses back home after having dinner. It didn't spin around. All those things. And Hank's finally like, fine, fine. I'll make you that Singapore sling. And she's like, no, I want some fucking tequila. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. So they they bust out the tequila. <laughs> she's, she, they take a shot. And he's like, wow, that's that was fun. Ha ha. And he gets up to go leave. And she's like, sit your ass down. This is all night long, baby. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, cut some more limes for me. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And they proceed to get hammered. Oh, so hammered. absolutely hammered. They're listening to Little River Band, Happy Anniversary, talking about how uh, Hank can't get her pregnant. And he's sorry about it. Oh. And Peggy hauls her ass up from the floor, goes into the garage, and she's like, I'm doing something I should have done years ago. And starts throwing away all of Bobby's baby toys and clothes. And Hank says, wait a second, we were going to give those to Dee Dee. Oh. And 
uh, says, don't throw those away. I'm the one who should be in the trash. And he gets into the trash can. And then Peggy's like, don't you go in there without me. And that really is like such a sweet moment. (laughs) They're so (laughs) drunk. Hank is so drunk. He can let his guard down. And he's just like, oh, this is my fault. I'm sorry. I can't give you a baby. Who's my urethra? <laughs> this is my urethra. <laughs> the t- tiny, tiny cocktail straw. <laughs> my urethra. <laughs> oh, I love that part. I do too. So they fall asleep on the ground inside of a trash can. I love uh, oh, in the garage. I, I love that. That's how it was a weird, bumpy night. But it's cool that they got hammered and they got to talk some things out, and then they just pass out together in a trash can in their garage with Lady Bird like <laughs> licking Hank awake in the morning. There's something so sweet about it, even though it is very sad in some ways. It's it's a perfect medley of sad and sweet. It's yeah. perfect. It's what I imagine being married for 20 years is like. You're gonna wake up in a garbage can every once in a while. <laughs> you can only hope. You can only hope. <laughs> The next morning, they are wildly hungover. One of my favorite scenes ever is just the two of them in the kitchen. Like, Hank slamming a bottle of orange juice. Peggy just like... Yeah, hand on the wall. Like, oh my god. (laughs) And he's like, you want to get some flapjacks? (laughs) (laughs) Or pancakes or whatever he says. Everything he... Like, I, the second he said that, you want to get some flapjacks, I was just like, perfect. Perfect idea. You know what to do. You're doing the right thing now, Hank. Yeah. (laughs) In the meantime, we're seeing poor Bobby is, uh, he's not having the spoiled carefree weekend that he thought he would. (laughs) Uh, Dee Dee's far too pregnant to finally be doing all of Cotton's fucking chores and everything that he wants. So Bobby is now the one to clean the back of his ears and do the laundry and, you know, help out around the house. Rub his shin jelly into his knee feet uh and poor and even bobby he says to Dee, i hope he treats the baby better than he treats you ugh so that's happening luann's still hiding in various cabinets in the house (laughs) well while the hank and peggy are getting hammered and now leaving to go get some flapjacks Mm. hank and peggy are on their way to go get some uh pancakes and (laughs) <laughs> Peggy says something like, could you please not use the turn signal? And he's like, I'm not using the turn signal. That's the vein in your head throbbing. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh. They're they're crazy hungover. They see this little liquor store on the side of the road, slam on their brakes, head back there, which I'm just like, I love everything about this. I'm like, this is exactly right. This is exactly right. This is this what you do. earns them so many cool points this episode. 100. Just them doing their tequila shots with the limes, with the salt, and mm. and then the next day, them so wildly hungover, they're going to get their hangover munchies and then just are like, fuck it, and yep. have a little hair of the dog. They start drinking again, which yeah. is so hard to do, but Once you get past those couple of beers, it's like, oh, wow, I feel like a person again. (laughs) It's like it's like you're in a weird in between limbo state where you're just like, I don't feel horrible, but something is not right. It's like something's not good. (laughs) Something's not good. I 
am still sweaty and shaky, but I'm not in pain. It's like a weird, but it works, but it's weird. I know. I know. I had to tell my dad that one time he came to visit. He had been with my other sister in a different city, got hammered with her, came to town. I was like, fuck that. You have to get drunk with me. You have to take a shot right now. I'm like, I know it sounds really scummy and you might want to throw up, but you got to do it. And it worked. It works like a charm every time. But yeah, that scene of them in the back of uh, Hank's truck and the truck, the truck bed, watching the clouds go by as they're just like drinking beer. Mm-hmm. I'm like, God, that is so romantic. <laughs> I, was, I was really touched by it. I know. I think it's amazing. Yeah. They first have they first have the beer in like the actual truck and then they move to the truck bed to like just hang out and be outside and look at the look at the sky and the clouds. Love it. Love everything about that. As they're watching the the clouds go by, Hank's like, well, you know, maybe we should make that trip to Alaska. And Peggy says, I'd love to go to Spain or somewhere else. Italy, maybe. And um, then she's like, oh, who are we kidding? We can't do that until Lady Bird dies and Bobby goes to college which is none of that is true but anyway Hmm. as she's saying that the clouds part and we see some skydivers parachutes open they're coming down and she's like we can do that though we can skydive and Hank's like what are you talking about skydive and she's like come on Min and Khan bungee jumped for their anniversary we can skydive let's do it and Hank is just kind of like, mm, all right. He's probably thinking that Peggy's not really going to follow through with it. Yeah. They're back at the house. Peggy gets off the phone with the skydive company. And she's like, well, they're all booked up for like the next month or two. Hank's like, oh, dang it. Oh, gosh, darn it. Oh, shoot. Well, there goes that. And she's like, but they have a couple of spots open for today. 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 <laughs> There's no time to wrap your mind around it at all. Oh, which honestly, that's got to be the best way to do it, in my opinion. Like, you better just fucking go for it because that's- if you keep thinking about it, I would cancel. I would cancel. You're absolutely right. Yeah, just go. Just we're gonna do it. Fuck it. They've already had a couple beers at that point too. So true. Oh my god, well. they're still so hungover. Oh, <laughs> so rash decisions are gonna be made. Ew. So they are ready to go like they're gonna go skydiving it's like they're still kind of hungover slash maybe a little bit drunk they're gonna go jump out of a plane might as well because they have the the uh, the availability to do it so hank and peggy are at the skydiving lessons uh they are learning how to properly jump out of a plane and there's this really young, brash guy who's yelling everything at them, who's telling them that skydiving is better than sex. Uh, <laughs> he's just all adre- adrenaline. All adre- that's all he is. Just pure. he's running on adrenaline at all times. So Peggy and Hank are finally there. They they get up into the plane. We see they're in the plane. They're they're in a line. They're waiting on a bench to jump out. Of a plane to skydive. <laughs> and Hank goes first. And he jumps out. But as he's jumping out, it turns out that, like, Dee Dee has gone into labor. And Bobby is having to drive her to the only hospital that he knows, which is Arlen, Texas Hospital. So he's driving her to... Poor Bobby, 12-year-old Bobby, is having to drive his 
pregnant slash in labor grandmother, quote unquote, <laughs> to the Arlen, Texas hospital. He can barely see over the steering wheel because Cotton got pissed off about who knows what and left to go to the to a strip club. Mm-hmm. Bobby has told him, hey, she's in labor where we have to leave. And Cotton's like, I'll meet you at the Houston hospital. Bobby doesn't know how to get there. So he's taking her to the Arlen hospital. Why? I can't believe Dee Dee is letting that happen. Two she hours. She doesn't know anything either. She doesn't know shit. God damn it. She doesn't even know where the hospital is. No, clearly In not. City. She used to work there. <laughs> she she went to the hospital. I think she worked at the VA hospital, which is different than the regular hospital. Okay. I know it's not an excuse. <laughs> Dee Dee should fucking know where the goddamn hospital is that she's supposed to birth a baby at. Mm-hmm. Anyway, poor Bobby is like <laughs> losing his mind, driving her there. They get to the hospital. Dee Dee is fully, fully in labor, about to have this baby. He's calling Luann. He's calling, or he's calling the home. And Luann is there, like staring at the ringing phone, like, ah! I don't know if I should answer, but I think I should. <laughs> Finally, she answers and says it's like Tony's pizza or something. <laughs> as this is happening, as all of that is happening, Hank has jumped out of the plane. He is exhilarated by it. He's like, this is the best feeling in the world. It's like selling a million grills with extended warranty, Peggy. He calls her on the radio. You got to do it. You got to jump. It's amazing. Peggy's like, I don't, I don't want to. I'm scared. At that exact moment, Luann comes running up and she's like, Uncle Hank, Uncle Hank, Dee Dee's in labor. They're at the Arlen Hospital. She's in labor. She's having the baby. And Hank says on the radio, Peggy, guess what? You'll never believe Dee Dee is having the baby right now. I'm going to be a brother. And we see Peggy. She takes this realization in. She, she kind of gets hit by it. Mm-hmm. She's like, she hangs up the radio and she says, I'm going to fucking jump. Peggy Hill is jumping. <sighs> and she does. Dee Dee's he- stealing my moment again. Everyone has something exciting going on except me. I don't want to be too scared to do this. I'm taking this moment back for me. This is mine. She jumps out and there's this beautiful, like, cut, cut back and forth between Peggy jumping out. She's screaming exhilarated. Then we cut to Dee Dee who's screaming in pain with poor Bobby holding one of her legs up. (laughs) She's, she's pushing the baby out. Peggy is, is falling to earth. Exhilarated feeling like, Hey, 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 (laughs) (laughs) this is amazing. She goes to pull her parachute and deploy it. And nothing happens. The parachute does not open. She should not be jumping alone. Well, no, normally you don't. Normally you're strapped to an instructor. This is crazy. Her instructor, who's next to her, says, You're back up, shoot, pull it, pull it. And she does. And nothing happens. At that point, he should be diving at her like Keanu Reeves. <laughs> out of point, point break, break. Patrick's like thank you grabbing onto her and then deploying his own shoot what is he doing he's no Johnny Utah he's Hell no, no Johnny Hell Utah no. He, he fucking wishes he wishes 
Anyway, Peggy falls to earth right as Dee Dee pushes out that baby. Oh, life, death, all in one scene. And Peggy Hank. is, and Hank watching, watching Peggy as she plummets to earth, no parachute, and slams into the earth. And then we cut, and that is the end of the episode. Oh, and Peggy free fell right to earth. Right to earth. Oh, man. Seeing her hit the ground from, we see it from Hank's perspective. He's watching this. So we have the horror watching him see this happen to his loved Mm -hmm. one. And we see her meet the ground, but it's in the distance. And there's something so, it makes you feel so helpless to watch that and then just like a tiny thud because it's so far away and it just I don't know something about that just seeing her be so far away and then all of a sudden she's she's just she just stops and we can't um, see her. imagine imagine watching I, oh my god your your partner your anyone no. anyone you even slightly care about <sighs> even your worst enemy watching them fall from the sky and slamming into the ground and and pe- and poor Hank he just turns around and he just goes Peggy oh. like in complete shock he's traumatized he's traumatized. yet again again he's <laughs> traumatized are and we Peggy. Still in the same year as the megalo explosion megalomart explosion i don't know if it's the same year but i mean it's uh, you know we started off this season with hank dealing with his own trauma of almost being exploded into a million pieces pieces knowing that buckley exploded into a million pieces and after Uh, that he is assaulted by a dolphin yes watches his wife fall to earth he can't he can't give her the baby that she wants he's emasculated in that sense and then and then his wife falls from thousands and thousands of feet and slams into the ground in front of him and then the episode ends and could you imagine if you had to watch this like at that time in 1999 and knowing you have to wait again until (laughs) until the next season like did peggy fucking just die what the hell i know i was trying to imagine like you know in those moments I feel like there's a part of your brain that's like, they can't kill off Peggy, but you don't know for sure. And that little unsure part of your brain just like runs wild with it. And you have to wait. Looking back now, it seems like, of course, they wouldn't kill Peggy. And if they did, they wouldn't. (laughs) During the credits, it's just her falling through the sky (laughs) while Tom Petty's free falling plays. I know, she's and, smiling too. <laughs> and she's smiling. So if she did die, it would be weird for them to have that going during the credits. But so that seems obvious now. But at the time, it was just like, holy shit, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, 
so yeah, that that's the end of season three. <laughs> that's the end of maybe potentially Peggy's life. Jesus. And goddamn, doozy of an ep. Doozy of an ep. A cliffhanger. Cliffhanger for sure. Now, Jackie, give me your thoughts, your feelings, your favorite quotes, moments, scenes, all of it. I know we went through a lot in the recap, but if you have anything extra. Yes, I do have some moments. This was a really funny, funny episode. Oh, right in the very beginning of the episode, we see Hank out in the alley with Bill and Dale and Boomhauer, and he's talking about uh, his upcoming anniversary party. And he's saying to the guys, you know, we need a head count. We need your RSVP. And they all say, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. So that that's the, that's their official R- RSVP. And uh, he's <laughs> like, all right, good. And then he's just kind of talking to them about what his anniversary weekend's going to be like. Um, and he's like, yeah, after the party, Luann's going camping with friends and Bobby's going to my dad's. That means Peggy and I'll have the whole weekend to ourselves. So I uh won't be in the alley as much. <laughs> it like seems like a little like <laughs> just a little embarrassed and sips his yeah. beer, but I mean, I just thought that was kind of scandalous for Hank cuz even though he's trying to be very discreet, it immediately paints a picture of him and Peggy fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh immediately so i just yeah. thought that was like kind of like oh wow okay um i <laughs> know uh, i love that scene too i also love how he says like oh peggy is kind of a stickler for those things like the rsvp i'm like that's you hank yeah Don't blame it on peggy come yeah. on <laughs> or it's both of you at the very least it's both of you yeah <laughs> um i like at the anniversary party Dale gives Peggy and Hank his gift from him and Nancy and Peggy takes it and she unwraps it and she's like oh you you guys didn't have to do this and then Dale says I know but Nancy said we did (laughs) (laughs) um I like uh this is after Peggy kind of has a little bit of a a flip out and it's just like we're old and we're not doing anything exciting uh hank goes to a travel agent to try and plan a nice evening which like people don't go to people don't go to travel it's like was it even a travel agent or was it like a triple a like person <laughs> I, I kind of put them in the same category yeah um but yeah well. it was it, it was jim at the auto club <laughs> I wrote that down. Um, and so he, Hank's like looking at some brochures for Arlen or just the general area. And he's like, yeah, you know, I, I want to figure out a special a special anniversary evening for me and my wife. And so Jim kind of looks at, I think it's kind of like a Zagat's kind of a thing, you know, where it's like, here's this restaurant and here's like why you should go to it and five stars or whatever. I don't know. Uh, so Jim's like, oh, well, there's a restaurant in, I think, McMainerberry um, mm-hmm. that has a rotating. It's a rotating restaurant. And Hank's like, perfect. And Jim is like, great. Let me get my highlighter and I'll throw together a trip tick for you. 
Now, <laughs> you want the direct route or the scenic? Most folks tell me the extra five minutes are worth it. And Hank is like, uh, direct. <laughs> God, I know. Like, <laughs> you can't go five minutes out of your way. Yeah. No. To no, make the not. evening a little extra special. No way. I wrote down, I just wrote, love Hank and Peggy hungover. And mm-hmm. I love that they take a little hair of the dog. Me too. Um, I wrote down that quote from the instructor when they're at the skydiving training class. And the guy's up there. I wrote it down too. (laughs) He's just so pumped up. You know, those people are probably just full of all kinds of adrenaline. Uh, And he's like, you're all here for different reasons. And personally, I don't care what those reasons are. But you'll all be joined (laughs) together by one thing I do care about. Parachuting. You have never experienced anything like what you are about to experience here today. Nothing comes close. Not even sex. Don't get me wrong. I like sex. A lot. But parachuting is, well, God, it's it's hard to describe. <laughs> and then in the, the training video they watch, they're watching this training video of people jumping yes. out of the plane. And like, the guy's in the video and he like, right before he jumps out of the plane, he's just like, excuse me while I kiss the sky. And I know. <laughs> that part makes me laugh so hard. I'm like, you're such a nerd. What a douchebag. What a douchebag with your fucking handkerchief on your head. And Yeah. It, it makes me, something about it makes me think of like those managers, those like everyone, I think everyone will know what I'm talking about. Like those types of managers that are just like kind of annoying and and they're the type of people that say things like, you are a rock star. Ew. Ew, I hate it. I put it in, I put like, <laughs> excuse me while I kiss this guy into that category. God. People say that. Yeah, um, cool Jimi Hendrix reference, you knob. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, my life is so extreme. Whoa, I'm going to go smoke some weed after this. Crazy. Yeah, I just kissed this guy three times today. I'm going to go have sex again. I haven't in a long time, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah, I spend my summers rafting. Oh. <laughs> Gross. Even though rafting is fun and I assume skydiving is, fun, is fun, but those people. <laughs> Ugh. Okay. <laughs> that guy specifically. <laughs> that guy specifically. Uh, I wrote down Hank's quote. I think you already mentioned it but after he skydives and then he lands and he's talking to peggy on the phone and he's like peggy you were right it's amazing it's like selling a million grills all at the same time with extended warranties (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and um oh and oh my god well no never mind i'll save it (laughs) okay all right (laughs) (laughs) that's that's everything i have all right, so I have a couple that you that we didn't mention or you didn't mention. So um, when when Luann is pretending to leave for the weekend and she's like, well, I'm leaving for the weekend. Got my gravy. <laughs> that gravy is such a funny part of the episode where... <laughs> and then she uses it for Ladybird. Lady and Ladybird's just like, whatever, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Good job, girl. I had some gravy. Here's some gravy, ladybird. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh shit. Um, 
Love seeing a ladybird. Love seeing ladybird. So cute. When she licks Hank awake. Precious. Yeah. Let's see. I like when Bobby and Cotton are bringing the crib into the baby's room. And there's a picture of Cotton on the wall. And Bobby <laughs> says, what's that you're holding? He goes, head of a nazi. Oh, nope. It's a canteen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, once again, it still makes me another thing. Another thing that makes me irrationally angry is when Hank makes Peggy be the DD. <laughs> like that, yeah. just every time I'm like, "You fucker!" <laughs> crazy. I just love the Luann subplot. I love her hiding in various places in the house and just like trying her hardest to not be caught, so they can have like their own weekend together because she's like they're gonna get so busy which I is know. gross but yeah. also like good for you for recognizing that Luann at such a young age I know and we see like we see her hiding in different spots at one point Hank opens the cabinet to throw out some trash and we just <laughs> yes. see her in the cabinet <laughs> yes yes it's so good it's so good and she like quietly closes it so, <laughs> yeah. so Peggy doesn't see her oh it's Aww. so good um I love when they're both hammered, Hank and Peggy are hammered, and Peggy's in the garage. And I don't know why it makes me laugh every time, but Peggy's throwing away Bobby's stuff, and then, like, Hank comes in there, and he's like, what are you doing? But he's, like, got both hands on either side of the doorway, propping himself up, like, so he can just not fall over because he's so hammered. It makes me laugh every time. It's kind of hot, too. I know drunk Hank is kind of hot. I don't know what's going on with that, but oh, he is. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know what's going because on of that, that. It, his defenses are down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, and this is like the first time we see Topsy, who is, is terrifying. Oh, yeah. 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 He is terrifying. He would. He would even if he didn't do that stupid cheek thing that he does. He would scare the absolute shit out of me if I was a kid. Oh yeah. I was in chorus in third grade. I can't sing, which is hilarious, but I was in chorus in third grade. And they took us as a treat to a nursing home. And it was so terrifying. Oh. I immediately I immediately quit afterwards. I was like, I quit chorus. Oh my God. <laughs> Why was and it so I scary? Never, because they were I it's well because I was what eight eight years old and the only old people I knew were my grandparents and they were fully lucid at that time but these you know people in nursing homes are not and they're kind of angry and mean and they were angry and mean and one of the ladies chased me and my friends down in the hallway no why I swear to god yeah, hey I swear to god I mean you think you know what old people look like when you're young based on your grandparents but like they're really not that old. They're like golden girls old. But when you but, see a real yeah. old person, you're like, I can yeah, smell was, the death on you. It was terrifying. And I immediately quit. And our course teacher was so mean. And she was like, well, that means that you can never come back in fourth grade or fifth grade. And I said, that's fine. <laughs> I was like, I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're going to take us to another fucking nursing home, no problem. <laughs> Well, that does sound scary. <laughs> it was it was terrifying. Um, Peggy's quote when she's trying to convince Hank to do the the skydiving, she's like, "Look, we fell asleep in a garbage can last night. You want that to be the highlight of our twentieth anniversary?" Oh. <laughs> oh. 
Um, poor Bobby having to drive all the way to Arlen. And when he gets out of the car, he just collapses onto the ground like, oh, my God. <laughs> and when he and when he's like holding Dee Dee's leg up, he's got like his head turned, his eyes are closed. And they're like, oh, the baby's crowning. And he takes a peek and he's just like, oh, my God, it's got hair. Oh. <laughs> And I don't know if he's talking about the baby or Dee Dee's oh. puss, but either way, it fucking cracked me up. <laughs> I assumed the baby, but oh, God. I, I assumed her vagina. <laughs> Poor Bobby. <laughs> Poor Bobby. That was, a, that was a lot to take in at a very young age. That's got to be the first vagina he's ever seen. Oh, absolutely. Oh. For sure. How scary. How scary. And with a baby coming out of it. It's yeah. scary even as an adult to see that. It's alarming. It's like, wow. Yeah. Yes. That should not be. <laughs> so that's all I've got. Great. Well. Great. Are we ready to get into some listener comments? Oh, you know it. But first I got a tinkle. Okay, so. I'll play. I picked a song from an episode that came out about a year ago. And that was The Unbearable Blindness of Laying. Mm. And we do have a song for that episode. And here it is. Shall we get into some listener comments? Yes, we shall. And we have a song this week, a listener comment song from AJ. I actually haven't listened to it yet. So let's see what's what. Listener comments. That's it. Oh. And that is from AJ. Yay! Thank you again, AJ. Thank you again. (laughs) Short and sweet. Yeah. Says everything that needs to be said and nothing more. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see what we got here. I know you guys got a lot of stuff for us. A bunch of people right next to each other. So Poison, Poison Envy 7, Kerplatsky... Lee Berg Art, Bender's Redemption, Seth Scobes, and Fruit Pie Fan all say, this is my urethra. (laughs) (laughs) Toma Nielsen, or Toman Nielsen, says, my aunt is so glad I'm spending the weekend with you. She and Uncle Hank are going to get so busy. Oh, God. Imagine saying that about Uncle Hank. <laughs> I I wouldn't say, I'd be doing my best to not think about it. Like, I'm so glad I'm going to be getting away this weekend. I just, I just need to. I can't, I can't I just think can't about be this. here. Okay. I have one from McPeekaboo, zero. Dale to Hank, 20 years. If your marriage were a murderer, it'd probably be out by now. <laughs> Oh, look at this. The one and only underscore Robin says, I just found out I'm pregnant. Oh, I told my boyfriend we're decorating the baby's room. How Cotton did GHs. Oh, congratulations. I would suggest less guns and knives on the wall, but whatever. It's your baby. You feel free. Yeah, just as long as they're out of reach. Yeah. (laughs) BP pair says, God, I want hangover pancakes. Same. <laughs> yeah. 
Maybe I'll get some tomorrow, eh? <laughs> well, to follow up to that, Coco Bug says, bitches be wishing they got pancakes. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> All right, we got a couple of people. Uh, McPeekaboo Zero, Coco Bug, Crumb Dumpster, Susan Mari 21, Arbitrary and Delicious. They all say, Yes, he does. I'm Missy Melons. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to try so hard to make like a name tag, like patch or sticker or pin or something that says, like, Hello, my name is Missy Melons. But I couldn't pull, I'm no artist, I couldn't pull it off. <laughs> and that's such a deep cut that I don't know if people would even, like, get it. <laughs> that's true. But that, I'm still interested in trying to figure that out. <laughs> um, by Catherine Moore, a quote by Bobby. Ah, fart. <laughs> <laughs> that part, I forgot about that part. That part made me laugh so hard. And uh, Catherine Moore also, uh, Catherine Moore and Rachel underscore rocks both uh, make note of the uh, the scene where Dee Dee lights the cigar on the stove. I know. <laughs> oh, amazing. She's a badass. You know, I was also going to mention Catherine Moore says, can we talk about Peggy with her hair down? I love those old pictures mm -hmm. of them. Like, Peggy, what a babe. Both of them total babes. Total babes. Like, what the fuck happened? Come on. <laughs> Zach, Val Zach underscore Valentine 17 says, the shot of Luann under the sink kills me every time. <laughs> Same. It's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> Some tribe says, Johnny's pizza. Luann in a British accent. <laughs> <laughs> Lee Burgart says sleeping in a garbage can together is true love. It really is. It is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love this. Kerplatsky says when my partner and I first moved in together, he made me watch this episode three times in one night. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> why? why? <laughs> is he is he hoping that you guys are going to be together for twenty years? Is he hoping that you falls you fall out of an airplane to your death? I don't know. Was it just this episode, or did you have? To yeah, watch she this? said this episode. She but said not this part episode. Two? No, he made me watch this episode three times in one night. Oh my god! And <laughs> you never get to get to the part two. God, <laughs> what a what a. Every time, Mass every time no. that Pelly, Pelly, Jesus, every time that Peggy falls to her death, he probably just looked at them and was just like, wouldn't that be terrible? Yeah. If that Can you imagine? You? With a big smile on his face. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. Ryan Film Lover says, I ran the 40 in 5.9 seconds, but my fellas haven't reached the end zone in 12 years. Oh, <laughs> poor Hank. Poor Hank. God. Becca underscore Thunderdome. Where are you going, Daddy? Don't you want to cut the cord? That nerf to Bobby. <laughs> Daddy. Why would they let that child in that birthing room? There was nobody else. <laughs> Ron Schaefer. 
Little River Band is a real seven. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love this. App seven ill. April says the return of hot Hank. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Nice and hot this episode. Nice and hot. Mm. Only only young Hank because the rest of it is he's just such a turd. And drunk Hank, I think. Drunk Hank for sure. Yeah, drunk Hank. And his hair is also a little messy and his shirt oh, make, like maybe a little button. Like, yeah. Mm. Mm. yeah. And he's mm. like leaning in the doorway. God, I need to get laid. Amy just slid <laughs> off of her chair. <laughs> Well, and my last uh, listener comment, and keeping with the sexy theme, I guess, uh, Box Office Poison says, Dee Dee's moan during Peg's moment. (laughs) It's more of like a yelp when Peggy's trying to give the speech. She's just like, (laughs) Uh, last one for me by Poison Envy 7, Hank. Hair of the dog, Peggy. Hero de Pero. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Excellent. Excellent listener we comments. Got so as always. Many. I like we the, got so many. I like the quotes, but I also like people giving their little opinion. Like, what is what was Hank little? I don't mean to say little. You're very important opinion but it is small you can't give a big opinion in the listener comments this that's what i meant i didn't mean to diminish them they're great and grand (laughs) but they're small in actual uh word count yes um and i like i like people telling little background stories like uh what was it chris blatsky having to watch yes Three times in one night? That's fucking hilarious. I know. And finding out somebody's <laughs> pregnant, too. It's just yeah. getting little peeks into everyone's lives. I know. We're, we are grade-A creepers. We want to know everything. We sure are blessed. <laughs> we sure are blessed. <laughs> Ain't we, though? You all are rock stars. <laughs> Gross. All, all right. right. <laughs> so that leaves... Trivia. Trivia. You ready? Yeah. How many you have? Two. I have three. Okay. You want to go first? No. Oh. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> allow me then. Yes. I'll allow you. Fine. Jackie, <laughs> how long were Bill and Lenore married? One year. Oh! Yay! Good job. Thank you. <laughs> Jackie. Yes. Who was Luann going to go camping with? It was her friend, Kate. Oh, Jane. no. No. Who was it? <laughs> Tracy. Tracy. Oh, I almost wrote that down. <laughs> you fool. <sighs> All right. Here's another one. And I've got like a little uh, thing to go with it. But Jackie, what are the odds of a parachute not opening? One in 10,000. 
one in a thousand. Oh shit! So very likely, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, that's too too much. All right, and can I can I read this little thing about it? Because I th- thought it was really interesting. Yeah, I also have a a thing for one of my questions too, so I'm excited. Perfect. That okay. we both have things. Okay, so I was curious. I thought, how many people? have survived falling out of an airplane and i couldn't find like an exact number but what i could find (laughs) what i could find are like who has survived from like the highest falling height whatever you know what i mean that lady in russia yeah so that's one of them but okay so listen there's three things here okay So there, uh, I'm reading this from statista.com. It says, there have been some incredible instances of people falling out of airplanes without parachutes and surviving. Take the story, take the story of Alan McGee, an American airman, an American airman who survived a 22,000 foot fall from a damaged B-17 bomber over France in 1943. Was this the guy that got trapped in a thunderstorm? I have no idea. I, I don't know, but it says that he was thrown clear of the aircraft and rendered unconscious. He fell four miles, four miles before crashing through the glass roof of St. Nazarene train station, shattering it and miraculously surviving, though with severe injuries. Oh, my God. And now we've got the. Do you want to do the Russian woman? Is that what you were doing? No. Oh, okay, okay. But I did read that. Yeah, so the all-time record for surviving the highest fall without a parachute belongs to Yugoslavian flight attendant Vesna Volovic. She was the sole survivor of a bomb placed on board JAT Flight 367 in 1972, which saw her plummet more than 30,000 feet. Experts believe she survived by being trapped by a food cart inside a section of the aircraft's fuselage, which subsequently landed at an angle on a heavily wooded and snowy mountainside in Czechoslovakia. Jesus. And then the last one. Soviet Air Force Lieutenant Ivan Chizov and Royal Air Force Sergeant Nicholas Alkamade also survived in similar circumstances, thrown clear of bombers in the Second World War before landing in a mixture of snow and trees. Remarkably, Alchemade only only suffered a sprained leg after falling 18,000 feet. Wow. Isn't... Imagine... Imagine having four miles to fall to Earth. And surviving, I'd rather die, honestly. I'd rather die than have to live with that trauma. If you think that's traumatic, there was a guy, and I thought you were talking about him. I actually just, I was trying to, like, think, where did I hear this story? It was on that podcast, The Dollop. But Uh they told, one episode, they told a story about this guy named William Rankin. And he was... um, Flying from a naval air station uh, for, in Massachusetts, um, and he was—I guess—he was heading to South Carolina. But when he was at forty-seven thousand feet in the air, Jesus, he heard like a bump and a rumble, I guess, from his engine, and then the engine just stopped, and he ended up having to 
uh, deploy himself. So he shot out into the air and it was so he was so high up and it was so cold. It was negative 50 degree, 58 <gasps> degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, my and God. He, like immediately suffered frostbite. But then. <laughs> yeah. But then um, <laughs> he started running out of oxygen um, and he was too high up. I guess he figured out that he had to fall for like five more minutes before there would be like breathable oxygen. Oh, my God. But. And this is crazy. <laughs> but uh, for, I, for, I don't know why, but for whatever reason, as he was falling, his parachute was opened prematurely. No! <laughs> and he ended up, not only did this slow him down, of course, but this was all happening like during a thunderstorm. So because his, <laughs> because his parachute was out... It kept catching the wind, so he would fall for a while, and then he would get, like, pulled and swept back up into the thunderstorm. And he said there was just, like, brain-shattering booming from the thunder and flashes of lightning going, like, in front of him and all around him that were so bright it burned his eyes. <laughs> and there were oh, hailstones hitting him from every direction. <laughs> oh, my God. And there were like points where the wind would be so great that it would cause him to like spin violently to the point where he would vomit. <laughs> um, I guess what? At one point, it was just all so crazy. He said at one point he thought he was dead. Like he just thought he was dead. <laughs> I'm laughing because this is fucking bananas. <laughs> that poor man. <laughs> he, he eventually, <laughs> the storm eventually calmed and he was able to like make it to the ground. <laughs> oh, but, thank God. But the whole like fall took 40 minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you believe that? Again, I would rather die. I would rather die than have to live with that trauma for the rest of my life. <laughs> Everyone shit. go listen to that episode of The Dollop with Dave, Anthony, and Gareth Reynolds. Uh, such a good episode. Ugh. Oh, that is bananas crazy. I cannot believe it. Spin around so fast, it just be just like, God damn it! <laughs> yes, fucking lightning surrounding him, booming thunder. I mean, holy shit! I mean, it's loud as shit when it's like miles and miles and miles away from you. Oh, oh, this part I missed this part. The rain was so heavy and forceful, he almost drowned a couple times in it. <laughs> Golly. Oh. Oh my God. William Rankin. William, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I mean, he's Peggy's dead now, got but... nothing on you. Peggy's got nothing on you. No, no. 
child's play compared to what you went through, babe. I am so sorry. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh. Somebody closes a door too hard for the rest of his life. He's like, Dah! oh, yeah. I mean, he has to like, <laughs> he has to sleep under his dining room table anytime there's a thunderstorm. Absolutely. Good God. Somebody's got to put a thunder shirt on him. Yes. He has to wear one all the time. Oh, uh, my God. Poor thing. Oh. All right. Well, that's all I had for trivia. So how about you, Jackie? Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> my first one. Amy. Yes. I can't, I can't get over that. Yes. Um. Min and Khan, of course, mm. talked about bungee jumping off of a bridge. What bridge did they bungee jump off of? Oh, I thought you were going to ask me how long they were married for. Shit. Should have known better. I don't I know. know. You look so smug. <laughs> I did. I was re- I was like, mm, bring it on. <laughs> uh, the John F. Kennedy Bridge. Nope. The Route 74 Bridge. <laughs> All right. Great. And then Amy. Yes. What propane and youth-focused organization are Hank and Peggy members of? The Young Gassers Association. That's right. <laughs> and I had no idea this is a real thing. Are you serious? It's a real thing. It's called the International Association of Young Gassers. <laughs> what What exactly There's a could whole that... fart club? <laughs> what exactly could that... Mean, you ask? Well. Uh, Are you sure you're not just on some sort of fetish website and they're trying to- <laughs> I think it's both. It sounds like both. It, it does sound like both. Uh, okay. Uh, under and I'd their like mi- to join. Their mission statement. As a social and service organization of the propane gas industry, our mission is simple foster and sustain personal and professional relationships among all members of the propane gas industry. Um, and it was, that is some kinky shit. (laughs) Their history is like pretty funny. I'll just read the first paragraph, uh, on their website. There's a page, an oral history, 1959 Mm -hmm. to today. In one form or another, the gassers have been around since 1959. As the oral history goes, a few young men got together during the National Propane Show in Chicago, and over drinks it was decided that they needed there needed to be an alternative to the old boy network of the ancient gassers. <laughs> thus, thus began two decades of debauchery under the guise oh. of networking, quote-unquote, that have become the stuff of legends. Some of the most infamous events were gatherings of the membership at the Chicago Playboy Club. For whatever reason, at that time, women were not allowed to join the gassers. And oh, you for needed- whatever reason. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, they're and all you- blowing each other. <laughs> Come on. And you needed a sponsor to even be considered for membership. It was a very tight little group. And I guess... I bet it was. (laughs) (laughs) And after that, it just kind of like goes in um, over the history into the 80s. Uh, That uh, is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, 
by and large, our membership is made up of men and women who aren't so rooted in the past that we can't demonstrate a little forward thinking. It's not just about the young people of our industry, although they are very important to our future. It's also about what we can do collectively. It was, it's a, also about what we can collectively bring to the table in terms of our experience, leadership, and stewardship. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter how old you are. A good idea, a helping hand, generating a sense of camaraderie, camaraderie <laughs> benefits everyone, young and old alike. Our industry faces many challenges, and together, the Young Gassers successfully melds wisdom, experience, youthful exuberance, and new outlooks and ideas into a formidable force of good for the industry. We're all young at heart. We've all got something to contribute. <laughs> a massive fart. <laughs> it sounds like an organization of all Hank Hills. <laughs> that is for how important they think they are. I know. Can we join? How do we get in on this? I think being a member of the YG is not simply is not simply an acknowledgement that we are a member of the group. Um, take a look around. Become a member. Become a sponsor. When you get involved in our industry, it all brings us closer together. Uh, I would should love we to be a card carrying member of the Gassers Association. I'm going to sign our Gmail up to their email list. Thank you. Okay. Please do. And I'll, I'll I want a card. Going. I want an actual laminated fucking card that says that I am a young gasser. I would love to become a member of this club. We it should. sounds like fun. Okay. Yeah, we yeah. should. Everybody should. It actually should. does sound like a lot of fun. All right. I love the two decades right. of debauchery where they were all just like sucking each other off. That sounds great. I'd like to see that. No girls allowed. No girls allowed <laughs> at the Playboy Mansion. No, you're not allowed. <laughs> but when I look at like pictures of them on the website, it just all looks like a bunch of boomers and a few young people. All right, all you young gassers and gassies, that's the end of this episode. But uh, Jackie, do you have anything else to say? Well, I'm excited to find out if Peggy lives or dies mm -hmm. in the next episode. Uh, Me too. Another cliffhanger. I'm very excited. Um, happy Christmas to all that are celebrating. Ha um, happy holidays. Yes, yes. Seasons greetings. Uh, we, we hope that everyone stays safe and has um, a good holiday. Indeed. Indeed we do. And, and until next time. Wait, what? please leave us reviews on iTunes, okay? Please. Five freaking stars. Please, 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 please. We would appreciate it greatly. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Uh. And until <laughs> next, sorry, and until next time, as you said. Right. Via Candios. I said R.I.P.T.P. I know, R.I.P.T.P. Gainesville's native son. Oh. We miss you. Miss you, babe. I do like that we get some Tom Petty, kind of, in this episode, and eventually he joins the cast. I, 
Oh, I do love that as well. Oh, I miss Competti. Bye, everyone. Bye. We miss you, too, and love you, too.